0: Hello everyone, my name is Allison Dijack, and welcome to On The Scene, your weekly source for KW music, arts, film, and event listings here on midtownradio.ca. Every week on On The Scene, we'll be chatting all about the local happenings in KW, what's going on in live music, comedy shows, DJ sets, burlesque, and drag movies, and more. We wanna begin by acknowledging that we are currently broadcasting on the traditional territory of the Anishinaabe, Haudenosaunee, and neutral people. We are grateful to be using this space this evening and recognize the enduring presence of First Nations, Métis, and Inuit people still gathering, living, and working in this area. Now, this show will be live every week every Thursday night from 7 to 8 p.m. And tonight's a bit of an extended edition. We have some awesome interviews and new music that we want to play for you. So we're going to be getting into that 8.15 mark. Well, it is our first show of October, and we are feeling great about what we have in store for you tonight. This week on the scene welcomes three amazing musicians, First up, we'll be chatting with local singer-songwriter, Clarissa Diocno. She has a new single coming out tomorrow, and will be giving us an exclusive early listen to this track. In the second half of our show, I have an interview with Richard Garvey and Janice Jo Lee. These two artists were staples of the folk music scene in KW around the same time, and both have since moved away from the city. But they both have new music releases that feature a strong contingent of Kitchener-Waterloo musicians on them. So we're going to chat with them both about their new releases, how making the move outside of KW has been, and why they came back to their KW musician colleagues for these recordings. So there's lots to look forward to in the show today. We'll, of course, be giving you a full events rundown of all of the awesome arts and culture events happening in town this weekend. We also have a new song release from local artist Noah Stoley. And did you know that Midtown Radio has a beer coming out tomorrow? Stay tuned to find out more. Well, let's kick off our show with some music. Our first track here is a new release from Waterloo musician Noah Stoley. Noah released a full-length album back in 2019 and another one in 2021, and this year he has released three singles so far. The most recent one is called David, and Noah told me it is about capitalism and cemeteries. So I'll let you be the judge of what you think that message is all about. Here's a great new track, David, from Waterloo artist Noah Stoley.
1: David fell down in a cemetery town. How did he get there? For the price, and I wanted his autograph. Now he's wanted off the pad, like a was- They know Michelangelo He won't have a life if David dies Just put your money down, stay a while And take your time when it's your time
0: You just heard David, the newest track from local musician Noah Stoli. If you're just joining us, welcome back to On the Scene on Midtown Radio. My name is Allison Diejack and we have an awesome show in store for you tonight. Over the next hour, we'll be talking all about local arts and culture events going on in KW. And later in the show, we'll be chatting with local musician Clarissa Diocno about her new song release, as well as Richard Garvey and Janice Jolie, two former KW artists that have some exciting new music releases as well. Now, before we dive into our interviews, let's chat a bit about what's going on in KW this weekend. So this weekend, it is Oktoberfest in downtown Kitchener. If you have not hit up some Oktoberfest events yet, this is the weekend. Kitchener's Willkommenplatz will be taking over King Street all the way from City Hall down to Benton Street, where the Market Square mall area is. And there'll be totally closed off to entertainment stages, food and drink vendors, games, and more. It's going to be happening all weekend from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. And on Friday, there's also the official tapping of the keg at noon in Carl's Air Square. So Friday afternoon, maybe take an extra long lunch and check out the official keg tapping going on. Also in downtown Kitchener, the museum will be hosting Kidtoberfest. So this is happening all weekend long as well. And they say that it's perfect for kids aged 3 to 10. This will feature traditional music and dancing, different learning stations and guided activities created in partnership with some different local arts organizations. Tickets are $10 and it also grants you access to the other exhibits in the museum as well. So this might be an awesome weekend to check out the museum in downtown Kitchener. Now also very exciting and Oktoberfest related, Midtown Radio is taking part in TWB's Craftoberfest this year with our special beer collab release. Yes, Midtown Radio is having their very own limited edition craft beer. Tomorrow at TWB, we'll be releasing the Hot Mike Helles, So if you want to come in and join in the fun, tickets are still on sale. You can head to TWBbrewing.com and check it out. Tickets are just $10 and you get your first beer free with a ticket purchase as well. There's going to be music from Christian Economides, as well as I, the Mountain, and DJ Big Tom. So it should be a super fun night. Now, On the Scene is proud to bring in local guests each week to be part of our show and share in discussing all that is happening in the Waterloo Region's arts and culture scene. Our first guest is Waterloo musician Clarissa Diocno, an artist of soul and honesty, presented in slick pop production. Her rich, emotive vocals lie at the heart of her songs, and melodic arrangements, contemporary production, and engaging lyrics of heartbreak and love blend together R&B and electro-pop genres to formulate Clarissa's dynamic style. Clarissa has been performing all over the Waterloo Region this past year, and her new single, Haunted, is set to release tomorrow. Yesterday, I got the chance to catch up with Clarissa and hear all about her new single. Check out our conversation now. This is Allison DiJack here with Midtown Radio, and I am here with local Kitchener musician Clarissa Diacno. Welcome.
2: Hello. Thank you for having me. <laughs>
0: Thank you so much for chatting with me. So release day is Friday
2: for your yes. brand new song. How are you feeling about it all? I'm feeling haunted. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling really, really excited. I think it's my, it's going to be my favorite release to date. And I thought October was the perfect time to release it because it's got kind of got a creepy, spooky vibe to it, so perfect for spooky season, Halloween.
0: Perfect, good. Oh, I'm glad it's uh, glad it's your favorite track you've released so far. I had to listen to it earlier, and it's so good. Like even just the opening sort of synth line is like really, really captivating.
2: Awesome, thank you. Uh
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm I'm so glad that you're getting more music out into the world. I feel like these past couple of months, you have been like on fire with the live performances. Like every week, I swear, you are performing in a brewery or in like Waterloo Town Square or at another community event. You have just been doing so many performances these past couple of months.
2: How has that been? Really, really amazing, especially after not performing for like a year and a half. it's It's mm. been really awesome. KW has been amazing. Yeah,
0: definitely. Like, I feel like so many community events and uh, just lots of things going on. I'm always seeing your name. And uh, as someone who's seen you perform before, it is such a treat. So KW is is truly so lucky to have you gracing, gracing us with all of your awesome live music.
2: <laughs> Aw, shucks. Thank you.
0: <laughs> what have, What have been some of your favorite performances from this past year? Any venues or moments that have stuck out to you?
2: Um, I think the the July first community picnic was really awesome. I really enjoy the the community events because mm-hmm. like anyone can can show up and watch. I I and you get to I got to meet a lot of new people too that come up to me at the end. A lot of kids too. Oh. For some reason, I'm a hit with the kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, I
0: feel like when you perform, you're like very animated, have lots of expression. You're like moving around the stage, so I feel like. I feel like that's something that kids would be drawn to and, and there might even be kids that are watching you and thinking like, Oh, I
2: might, yeah, I might
0: want to do that someday or or something like that. So
2: I love that if I can like inspire at least one person to, to do what they love or pursue what they love then. Definitely,
0: Yeah, of course, of course. So I was reading that you got your start in performing in a cover band, actually, which is not surprising based on like your strong stage presence. How has it felt transitioning to become a solo artist with original music in the last last couple of
2: years? It's so different because I think my first performance of my original music was just like a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. I was always so used to playing covers and having other bandmates with me. I think it's really fun to share the stage with with other musicians because you mm-hmm. feed off each other's energy. But the solo thing is cool. I mean, I, I play usually with a with the guitarist who's accompanying me, mm-hmm. the, the whole duo thing. I really enjoy doing that. Uh, I love it. And just getting to sing my own story as opposed to like... All covers it's it's different and it's fun and i yeah. want to do more of it i want to release more too of course yeah have you always been writing original music
0: or was it something you like intentionally decided to start doing
2: so i did have a band when i was in university and we recorded an ep we parted ways obviously but mm-hmm. that's when i got my jump start into songwriting so that was like 2008 2009 Okay. And then I guess I kind of took like a few years break from it. And then I did the cover band thing. And then after I was just like, I want to get like more of my own creativity flowing. So I was like, let's get back into songwriting. Let's try it out. So I'd always just input stuff in my Google Docs, some voice memos and stuff, ideas, and just flow from there. Nice.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of like your ideas and how the songs start. I'm curious about your songwriting process. Cause anyone that's listened to your music, you know, you hear these like full big pop arrangements, synthesizers, pads, like so much going on. How do the songs get their start? Is it like you with a piano? Is it you like acapella singing into your phone? Um, how do these songs sort of take their shape and evolve?
2: So lately it's just been me sitting at the piano and just coming up with some simple chord progressions, Mm -hmm. but sometimes it's also like I have a lyric in mind and I'll build off that. And then, yeah, I usually, I usually compose just piano and a vocal, and then I'll record a simple demo of that and then send it off to a producer with some reference tracks and and some notes of like different sounds that I want, just like how I want it to sound overall. So for Haunted, it's exactly as I had envisioned it. So I'm really happy about that.
0: Good. Cool. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit more about your new single. So it's called Haunted. It's set to come out this Friday. When did you write this song? How long has it been uh, in your library?
2: (laughs) What's funny is I was actually looking through all my old voice memos and I found the very first one of the chord progression and that was January this year at like 120 in the morning
0: (laughs) oh my goodness
2: okay (laughs) and then I was listening to like the evolution of it and like I was coming up with a melody first Mm -hmm. and then some jumbled up words were coming out and yeah I think I finished writing it just like two months ago I think no no not two months ago four months ago it just got finished produced like an uh last month
0: Cool. Oh, that's awesome. Have you um have you performed
2: the song live at all with any of the shows you've been doing lately? Once. That was our my last show. Just a little test.
0: <laughs> cool. Yeah. How did it how did it feel to uh perform a brand new one in front of an audience?
2: It was cool. I really liked it. Like usually like it's, it's supposed to be, um, not supposed to be, but it was composed on piano. So that's yeah. like how I'm used to hearing it. But I had a guitarist play it and it was a different kind of vibe, but still kind of creepy and spooky. So it was really cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I feel like it could fit well with like an electric guitar. So yeah. That, like sort of reverb echoing sort of sound that comes along with that. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. So, um, I see for the song that you worked with producer Brennan Stewart for this. Um, mm-hmm. Same as your last single, Wake Up Call. How did you find Brennan and begin working
2: with him? Ooh, a good question. It was actually on this website called Itty Ditty. I'm not sure if you've heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. No, I like it already, though. <laughs> so, what you do is it was a really cool concept. So, you post your demo. you you pay to post your demo but then producers pitch their ideas to you and you can go through each one they they tell you exactly like or the ideas that they have for it Mm -hmm. and then you narrow it down I think I had about 15 or more producer pitches and then you narrow it down to three and what they do is they do like a just like a little demo of like half the song so you can hear what like the ideas that they have for it. And then you, you narrow it down to the one producer that you want to work with. So it ended up being Brennan.
0: Cool. So (laughs) was that, what was the first song that you did that with? Was that wake up call? It was wake up call. Yeah.
2: And then I just decided to work with him after that.
0: Of course. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a fantastic track, like such a, such a compelling arrangement. Like, like I said, like that first synth line, just like hooks you in right from the start. So, oh, that, that's so cool. Where is, where is Brennan Stewart
2: based? In Tennessee. So haven't, haven't met him.
0: Yeah, that is so cool though. Wow. Well, a ton of awesome music, uh, coming out from, from what he's doing. And I'm so glad you've been able to match your songs with, with his style and kind of like bring these songs to life with those full arrangements. I love it.
2: It's so cool. You can just do like all these things remotely. Yeah,
0: yeah, of course. Well, uh, after this interview, we're going to listen to the song for the first time, a little exclusive first listen. But tell us a little bit more about this story behind the song. So You said kind of a spooky feeling for October. um, And I, you know, people can guess, I'm sure from the name Haunted. Um, What is this song about? How did the story come to you?
2: So initially I was writing it from the perspective of an ex lover who is stalking their ex. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, when you break up with someone and you kind of just lurk them on social media for a while. I decided oh, to just I've like- I've never done that. <laughs> no, I'm the same. No, this is, this is not from experience at all. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just decided to like kind of amplify that concept and have it be like, I'm gonna follow you wherever you go until we're together again. And then you could take it metaphorically as well, where it's, you're trying to take up so much space in someone's mind until you're actually haunting them in their dreams and you're all that they think about. Oh, I love that. That's like the best like revenge song ever. Yes, <laughs> oh,
0: It's perfect. Well, um, the song is coming out this week, but then what's next on the horizon? Any more shows coming up or music releases on their way?
2: Um, I do have a couple, uh, a lyric video and a music video coming out. Cool. I don't have the date yet, but okay. for the music video, I'll give a little sneak peek about what I was thinking so yes it's gonna be creepy and spooky but I'm not gonna be in it it okay. might be uh I mean it will be puppets
0: <laughs> oh my
2: gosh I'm excited already <gasps> me too I mean I I've seen the puppets and I uh it kind of looks like me so it's gonna be a little creepy very cool perfect for Halloween <laughs> yeah that's awesome uh, any local performances coming up anytime soon I do. Um, I think I have three coming up.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: So we got one at the Civil in Kitchener on Thursday, October 20th. And then the Witch and Wellness Market uh, on Gawkel Street in Kitchener on October 28th. And then there's a dog friendly KW event. It was like it's a holiday market on November 26th perfect ah amazing
0: so lots of lots of opportunities to hear this song and your other songs live around kw and we're also going to be spinning haunted on midtown radio getting into our regular rotation as well that's fantastic well thank you so much for chatting with me clarissa thank you uh, if people want to check out more of your music where can they find you online
2: You can find me everywhere. I have a website. (laughs) It's ClarissaDiocno.com. And I've got literally all the socials and the music everywhere on streaming platforms. Perfect.
0: Wonderful. Uh, Well, we are about to hear the exclusive Midtown radio premiere of your new single Haunted. (laughs) Woo!
4: You say you move on from me I say you won't They say you talk about me you say
0: Haunted, the exclusive Midtown Radio premiere of Clarissa Diocno's newest single, set to release tomorrow, so you can check it out on Spotify, wherever you listen to music, or purchase it on Bandcamp. Now, every week on On the Scene, we'll give you a listing of a ton of arts and culture events happening in KW. For a full listing of events going on this weekend, you can head to our website midtownradio.ca and check out the posting with live music, DJ sets, movies, comedy shows, drag and burlesque shows, festivals, markets, and more all going on around the city. We're going to be posting the event rundown a little bit later in the evening, and you can check that out on our website. So here are your entertainment listings for this weekend. In comedy, the Rusty Nail at the Crazy Canuck has Dylan Gott and Ian Gordon on Friday night. On Saturday night, they have Michael Schertzer and Luke Lindale. Doors are at 7, show is at 8, and tickets are $25 for both nights. In festivals this weekend, Oktoberfest celebrations are going on all weekend long in downtown Kitchener and across the city. Check out oktoberfest.ca, that's a October with a K, to see the full listing of events around town. In films this weekend, at the Apollo Cinema in downtown Kitchener, you can catch Moon Age Daydream, The Slumber Party Massacre, the 40th anniversary special, Bullet Train, Pearl, and Saw. At the Princess Original in Uptown Waterloo, You can see Days of Being Wild, The Song Remains the Same, Tetsuo the Iron Man, Eternal Spring, and Nope. And at the Princess Twin, you can catch See How They Run, The Good House, Buffy St. Marie Carry It On, and Moon Age Daydream. And lastly, at The Civil, they are going to be screening Planet Terror on Saturday, October 8th at 10 p.m. Tickets are $5. In music this weekend, at the Babylon Sisters, Friday will have DJ Bane at 9 p.m. Descendants has Something's Always Flying on Friday night at 8 dive bar has another long weekend band crawl featuring a ton of great local rock and diy bands the shows are going to be at dive bar prohibition warehouse and pinup arcade bar and tickets are ten dollars for one venue or twenty dollars to get into all three venues throughout the night At the Duke of Wellington this weekend, you can catch Dave Ward on Friday, Johnny B Saturday afternoon, Chris and Maria Saturday night, and Almost Serious on Sunday night. The Hub is hosting another dance party. This time it is Justin Bieber themed. It starts at 10 p.m. and tickets are $5 to get in. Jane Bond has DJ 88 on Friday night, and Saturday night we have Funk Pop A Roll with DJ Silent Sid. The Jazz Room has three shows going on this weekend. Friday night is the Matt Rate Quartet, Saturday is Gentian MG Trio, and Sunday afternoon at 4 is Melissa Stylianu. At Lana's Lounge this weekend, you can catch Daryl Martin and Steve Emsley on Friday. And you can catch Oktoberfest with Rick Guzik on Saturday. The Rich Uncle Tavern has Ben Rollo on Friday night and Rich Anthony on Saturday night. At Sugar Run Sunday night, they are hosting Music for the Masses Retro Rewind Dance Party with DJ Good Doctor at 10 p.m. And the museum in downtown Kitchener is hosting Pride-toberfest. Tri Pride and Spectrum have pulled out all the stops this fall with some amazing drag performers and a DJ of epic proportions. Everything gets started at 8pm and tickets are $32.00. And lastly, in music, at Wineology on Friday night, you can hear Stardust Melodies with Timothy Wildford. He's going to be singing jazz, big band, and crooner classics, and everything's getting started at 7 p.m. That's all the event listings that we have for this weekend. To check out the full event listing, head to our website, midtownradio.ca, later tonight to catch those titles one more time. Okay, and our next guests we're going to hear on On the Scene Tonight are two artists that were huge staples to the KW folk music scene back in the 2010s. Earlier this week, I sat down with Richard Garvey and Janice Jolie, and we talked about how the two of them go way back to the days of Small Maxwell's Radical Choir and The Boathouse. We talked about their new music releases and how they're sharing their messages of empowerment, mental health struggles, and wanting to change the world through their beautiful music. And we also discuss how they both ended up with a whole string of Kitchener-Waterloo musicians on their new releases, even after moving away from KW. So we're going to start things off by hearing Janice Jolie's new song. It's the lead single off their upcoming album cycle, Ancestor song. Here is Here I Am. 하나, 둘, 셋,
5: am, here I am. Here I stand, here I stand, here I stand. Total command, total command. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I got a plan, I got a plan. Gotta spit the truth. Gotta be fearless. Gotta fight to survive. Find joy in my life. Gotta spit the truth. And here
4: I stand Total command, total command Yeah, 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 yeah Oh, I got a plan, I got a plan
6: This is a song About taking up space When you've been taught your whole
4: life To be small and quiet This is a song about placing myself
5: in the center Under the lights, downstage, in the center Why? Because this is where I belong
0: Just heard Here I Am, the latest single from Janice Jo Lee. Janice is a contemporary folk artist, a singer-songwriter, as well as spoken word poet, actor, and playwright. Lee is an award-winning performer known for being disarmingly hilarious and off the cuff. On stage, she creates looping landscapes with her voice, guitar, trumpet, and Korean janggu drum. Lee is a hard femme, queer, radical, comedian, truth teller, and trickster. Lee's work explores gender justice, anti-racism, friendship, community, ancestry, and the We're listening to it here. Now, earlier this week, I got to chat with Janice and another great folk musician, Richard Garvey, a guitar strumming, banjo plucking, and sing-along starting performer and community organizer. Richard's award-winning songs explore the highs and lows of love, injustice, and the marbled mess of the human condition. Whether he's playing to a living room or an amphitheater, Richard brings clever songs and a sly sense of humor to inspire solidarity, hope, and change. Richard now lives in Victoria, BC, but is back in Ontario touring his latest album release, Lightheart. I had such a fun time chatting with both of these musicians. We found so many parallels between their music. It was so amazing to talk about the similarities and the differences as well between their crafts. So let's hear this conversation now. Hi everyone, this is Allison Dijak with Midtown Radio, and I am here with Richard Garvey and Janice Jolie. Welcome both of you. What's up? Midtown? Hi. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me. You are both in the midst of some new music releases, so congratulations to both of you. Thank you. <laughs> very very exciting. Well. I'm super thrilled to have both of you here because uh, you two were a big part of the local community, local music community in Kitchener Waterloo around the same time. Uh, I actually have this memory back in like early summer 2015. Um, I went to Richard's album release show at Queen Street Commons And then I walked over to imbibe afterwards and I heard Janice perform at an open mic in the same night. So like, what a, what a time it was in the, the local KW music scene. (laughs) Yeah. So I am wondering what are some standout memories, uh, that both of you have from your time being in Kitchener-Waterloo as performing artists, Richard, why don't we start with you?
7: Oh gosh. Well, there were a lot of them. I guess that show at the Queen Street Commons was a big highlight for me. But um, it's hard to narrow it down. I went to like uh, like 100 shows a year probably. <laughs> so, yeah. Um,
5: I remember Richard Garvey played with his three or four piece, Far From Rich, when you mm-hmm. played at the old Maxwell's Music House, Richard. Yeah. So this would have been, I don't know, 20... 13 maybe before that yeah when uh you had like double bass drums you were on guitar was there another person anyway it was magical show you guys were tight and I was like yes finally the Richard Garvey sound fully (sighs) orchestrated Yes.
0: Yeah. So the Queen Street Common show, that was the first time I had seen you perform. I I had a friend who like brought me that night and uh, Uh I was just blown away. I've been following your music ever since and then getting involved with Midtown Radio. I was super excited to see that you were already in the in the catalog. So it's Uh been really fun following your journey. Um, Janice, what about you? Any like standout memories from being a musician here in KW?
5: You know, Allison, uh, it's fun that me and Richard are on this convo together because we go back. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: We go back
5: to like 2007, 2008, when we were both just baby songwriters. Mm -hmm. And we used to live at Village on the Green, that townhouse complex, and be like, I wrote a new song, do you want to hear it? And I'd like scuffle over over across the parking lot and we'd play songs for each other. And we were both in the radical choir at the time, and that's how we became friends. Yeah. So, like, you know, at the beginning, Richard and I, we'd play, we used to play like at Laurier in the concourse for like non, you know, World Peace Day or something like this. And then <laughs> going on to play at the View From Here, the house show at Stephen Deb Tullock's house. And then, you know, both of us became essentially producer presenters of folk music series that we uh, self produced in KW over the years, right? So there have been so many magical musical memories. And I wish I could tell you the venue still existed where we hosted them. But they don't.
0: I know, I know. So now you've both made moves uh, to Toronto for Janice and Victoria BC for Richard. How are you finding the local music communities where you live now? Do you think Richard, how is uh, how is BC music life for you? Yeah,
7: yeah. I, I, well, I love it there. I love being near the ocean, and um, there's a very warm and supportive uh, music community across most of BC, actually. Yeah, and also like especially in northern BC, I really love it there. Um, I live in Victoria, um, which has a like similar kind of vibe to kitchener actually in some ways uh mm-hmm. and um yeah i've been h- finding it hard since uh moving there in the middle of covid to get out much uh, and do stuff and uh, to reestablish myself as an artist mm-hmm. um but i'm trying my best and um yeah victoria has an amazing music scene and um community yeah so good.
0: I'm just yeah good I'm so glad yeah it's nice to be able to find somewhere that's like almost like a little bit of a parallel to where you were from but there's obviously some nice differences with you know the nature and sort of the landscape there
7: yeah
0: yeah definitely yeah Janice how is it uh, moving to Toronto a bit of a bigger city feel of course What's the local music scene like where you are now?
5: Yeah, the best thing about moving to Toronto is that I have access to more players, more musicians to be in my band, um, more folks who are full-time artists, so have more availability. The new band arrangement I have now, I asked like, I think, eight to 10 musicians and five are able to like commit to like perhaps doing it a big tour next year. And so it's naturally shuffled down that my new band is five women femmes who are all queer. And it feels amazing that we can create that kind of vibe on stage. So that's, the, that's definitely the biggest advantage. And then there's just music and arts happening every single night. You know, I remember in KW, like you're talking about that night, Richard and I both played at the same night. That was, that would happen all the time. You know, like there's only two things happening in KW this night and they're happening on the same night, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, but in Toronto, you know, there's a thousand things happening. So you're never at a a loss for what to do. I wouldn't say I'm particularly involved in the Toronto music scene. I'm actually probably more involved in the theater scene, uh, Clown and Buffon. But I have been, leaving Kitchener-Waterloo has given me the space to really focus on professional development career development so I've been doing more things kind of on a national scale and also making contacts internationally at this point I just don't want to play I don't want to play bars it just doesn't work for me because my music is and poems are very I need a listening room Mm -hmm. so I just want to play Well, I keep saying I just want to play soft seated venues. That's my goal right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. And it's sometimes that's that's hard to attain in the city that you're in. So I'm glad that Toronto has been able to to give that space to you. Thank you. So let's get into your brand new music. Um, Janice, we just heard your new song Here I Am that was released earlier this week. How are you feeling about uh, about the release and getting this song out into the world?
5: I'm so excited. It's my first release in like 5 6 years. A long time. 2016 was my last album. Mm-hmm. I've released a couple tracks since then, but this tune is loaded, okay? It's a KW all-star lineup, I'll say. Yeah, It's me. I'm back up, we have Alicia Brilla, Joni Narita, Charlena Russell, Elsa The Jane, produced by Jojo Worthington, and my Toronto friend Camila diaz Varela is on the song. It's just everybody. Everybody that you want is on this track. Wonderful. That's how I feel.
0: Oh, I, I love it. Yeah, it's such like a a powerhouse track it feels so empowering like the the solo vocals from you the group vocals from everyone the kind of like spoken word shouting section what do you hope listeners will take away when they hear this song
5: yeah you said um, empowerment you know I'm hoping that you know 10 year old baby feminists are shouting along to that spoken word part it's i'm trying to invoke like a street party demonstration Mm -hmm. troublemaker kind of vibe it's a very defiant kind of song but also very celebratory and i'm hoping that people are dancing to it and grooving not just alone but also with your friends and family and in your car or wherever you listen to your music
0: Perfect. Well, I, I certainly have been grooving to it, and it's going to be on Midtown Radio in regular rotation. We'll get some people grooving along to it as well. Um, I know that this was a long-awaited release for you, and it's the first of your upcoming collection, um, your album Ancestor Song that you've been working on. Tell us a little bit more mm-hmm. about this new collection that is is in progress.
5: Yeah. Okay, Allison, I am an entirely new human being (laughs) since my last album, Sing Hey, in 2016. I made Sing Hey on a broken spirit and no resources. Mm -hmm. I think we made that whole album with like $3,000. Wow. This album costs so much more money. And I, because I wanted to pay every single musician fairly, studio time is expensive. It took a year to record, and I was applying for grants for like three, four years before I had enough money to do it properly. So ancestor Song, I'm calling it like a song cycle because it's really, it goes, it's like a musical, goes through a journey. Um, it's a kind of extended metaphor about a bird uh, growing up in a cave and then you ex- learn that there is a world outside the cave. And yes, I am referring to Plato's cave, okay, for a <laughs> philosophy nerds listening. But for an artist or for a person like me, it's about, realizing that the world is bigger than the world that you think you know Mm -hmm. and when the world opens up how much more capabilities you can grow into and expand into but only if you have the courage to like leave your um your small cave you know the the little the safety of what you know and it's a story of coming out of burnout how do you reinflate yourself how do you heal and it's backed up with a lot of strings and trumpets to you know get you going
0: wonderful wow and i i feel like there's a lot of parallels with that message and richard this new album that you've released as well um you know your album is so much about you know trying to overcome burnout hope for the future collaborating together i i love that both these releases are are similar in that way um so richard you released just at the end of the summer Lightheart, a brand new full-length album um tell us a little bit about this album it's your fourth major album release how how did yeah. it go how's the release been
7: it's been awesome yeah people have been grooving to the tunes and uh yeah i'm uh really really grateful um it's it was a big project, um kind of like Janice's project, a big uh Kitchener contingent. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, all it was all recorded, everyone recorded their parts at home, so it was pretty unique that way. Um and we just mashed them together via email, which has like been a yeah, journey. And but yeah, it's the songs are really um just about struggling with depression and frustration and trying to nurture or like rekindle a light heart, I guess. Yeah.
5: When did you write all these songs, Rich?
7: Most of these songs I wrote during the the pandemic or the big P is what I like to call it. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Mostly, mostly like some of the riffs I started writing like two or three years ago and never had words for. And then, yeah, and then I kind of wrote these eight songs specifically during um, during the pandemic, and then some of them I finished the lyrics last, actually, which I've never done for a project, so it was really exciting. Yeah,
0: mm, Nice. Janice, yeah. what about you? Did your song come out of the pandemic or pre or post? or?
5: Oh, man, Allison, Here I Am is such an old song. Okay. I wrote it the night before the album release show for my – 2016 album sing hey wow because I was like looking over my set list and I was like oh man we're gonna be at the boathouse everyone's gonna be loud and talking I need to get their attention somehow and usually I and back in that time I loved to begin a set by just singing acapella mm-hmm. but I was like no it, got, it has to rile people up so I was like it's got to be a clapping tune it's got to be a clapping tune okay so I just started with a clap saying like, okay how we're we gonna how are we gonna announce everybody that the show is beginning you know and that's how uh Yeah. How how I wrote it. I wrote it the night before the show and and it was kind of on the shelf for a few years um as I fell in love with my newer songs. And then we recorded it Mm -hmm. and we put Wurlitzer on it, like a real Wurlitzer, Justin James and Wurlitzer. And once and then you had a bass. And then it was like, Holy crow, this is the lead single. This one is the hit. You know? Uh so it's been fun for for the band to fall back in love with the song be like oh oh here I am It's good we like that one yeah it's a long, it's an old song but it's new now brand new
0: (laughs) I love that you wrote it like with your audience in mind do you has that ever happened to you before that you're like when you're writing a song it's like oh this is the part that people would like sing along to or this is the part that they're gonna like clap along like I know Richard as well like you're you Mute, uh, performing style is like so interactive. Janice, I've never seen you perform with a full band, but I imagine it might be sort of interactive crowd engagement as well. Do, do you find that that happens often that you sort of write music with, uh, with an audience in mind?
5: Yeah, Alison, I, I hear you talking about the folk tradition, mm-hmm. which to me is about writing stories about the people in the times for your community. And when I'm, when I'm editing songs and preparing them for performance, 100% I'm imagining how it'll be received by the audience and how they can interact. And Richard's like that too, right? And I mean, I go back to Radical Choir, you know, Richard, like how so much of that was like, how do we get them to call and respond to the song? Because you're, for me, the, the concert is about the audience. I'm trying to have the audience enjoy the music have some feelings feel a glow and as a performer to be really aware of the surroundings if they're listening what the vibe is and it's our job to like create that energy so definitely the design of the song comes into account for that the recording is different than the live performance Mm -hmm. when i do the song live i get the audience to repeat after me but on the recording, it's actually the trumpet that does the repeat after me. And so that's been an interesting um, process that understanding that the recording is a different artistic item than the stage show.
0: I love how both of you in these tracks, you've managed to like capture with so much of the group vocals, like that sort of community collaborative feel. Um, Janice, you were mentioning all the the folks that, that doing group vocals in your song and and richard if you listen through the album you hear so many amazing voices come in and out of the different tracks um i want to talk a little bit about about how the collaboration aspects happened in your releases you you both said you you went back to these kitchener artists that you that you worked with um, years ago richard how did you go about choosing people that you wanted to have on your album i there's like a huge list of musicians that that are taking part strings flutes trumpets like so much going on
7: yeah well actually that's um the in 2019 i released an album and performed with a a seven-piece band and all of those players play on the album and yeah that was kind of the goal was to like i love playing with this band and love these people and uh Mm -hmm just wanted to keep that energy going and it was a really um i think a really meaningful uh experience for everyone involved I've, like so many of the musicians i thought i was overburdening them but then at the end of it they like were like this has really been my kept me going during the pandemic to have a project to work on so um and it was neat to yeah just to be like hey like take as long as you want on it it was really uh, yeah really beautiful to just See how much people would pour in because usually, typically, in a recording scenario, you go in and a musician has like so many tracks they have to do in so many hours, and it's maybe a little stressful. It's maybe a little stressful. stressful. <laughs> so, when yeah, so when I, you know, like Kim, yeah, like Kim Regenball, who plays on the album, when I was like, Hey, just take as long as you need on it, he literally, like, probably. Sp- spent like 20 hours on each song some of them <laughs> like oh, yeah. the, the recording like you put a lot of time and effort into these tracks so yeah
0: and what was the process of them recording it like all by themselves like did you have like any workshop sessions beforehand or saying like Oh, or did anyone send back like, this is what I'm thinking of. What do you think? Mm. Or was it like, how did that process work of all these different people writing parts for it?
7: Yeah. So kind of like, um, basically what happened is like, I like would pick a song or two or like a few and I would send an acoustic version of myself playing it to Steve who plays the drums. Mm -hmm. And he actually would just create a drum loop of himself playing the groove for it. And then I recorded the guitar part and like a scratch vocal. And then he recorded the actual drum part and then the bass player did his part. And then, and then kind of a mishmash of all the horn players and Keenan playing the piano, all kind of intertwined Trying to like give people different songs first so they could maybe have a creative moment on it. And, uh, and that's, yeah, it was just a bit of a a crap show, really, when you think of like organizational. But it, yeah, it was a lot of fun and it took a long time. <laughs> um, we actually recorded, um, 17 songs as well. So there's another follow up album coming
0: Yay. in the spring.
7: Yeah. Called High yeah. Hopes. So
0: fantastic. yeah.
7: fantastic. Cute big announcement yeah Yeah.
0: (laughs) midtown radio exclusive i don't know (laughs) yeah and i i really love that on your album you also put like on the the cover art it's richard garvey and friends and that's so it's just hearing you talk about um working with these musicians like i really you can really tell how much you value their art and having that on the album richard garvey and friends is Really, really special and and it really really adds a lot to the album. Oh, I really, yes. really yeah. like that. Thank you. <laughs> and Janice, you also had a really fantastic collaborative sing song happening with uh the people providing group vocals. Um, I was reading that you actually recorded these in the Kitchener Public Library.
5: Hefner Studio. What's up? Free studio That's time. Awesome.
0: How did that happen?
5: Well, we, you know, bulk, a few of the singers are live in KW, so it made most sense for us to come here, and we wanted to get uh, the group vocal sound. So, putting people in the booth at the same time, mind you, it was still COVID serious time. So, you know, we could put two people in there at a time, and whoever was comfortable. But it it sounds different on the microphone when you use like a omnidirectional microphone and grab two voices in the room at the same time as opposed to going singular and, uh, and stacking them. So, and, and I really just wanted to, us to get together and have fun because I go back to what Richard just said that his band, he loves those people. For me, like everyone on the album, I love them. I trust them. My work is political. I have to feel safe and supported in the message. And the people who sing on Here I Am, I love these musicians. And that energy, that spirit, that vibe is what needs to get infused into the recording. That's like the challenge to capture the live sound on this recording that's gonna last forever, you know? And that joy can best be created when we're together and we're like really vibing out. So it was really fun to be able to get together and do that. Mind you, we had, you know, a limited time. So we didn't get everybody in in the studio, but then uh, Joni Narita and Elsa Jane, they did the rest of their tracks remotely and and we did add those ones, yeah.
0: Wonderful, yeah, it's also just put together. It's like such a beautiful, beautiful collection. There's so much passion behind it. Really, really a fantastic track. Wow. Oh, Thank you so much. Love them both. Um. So Richard, you are here in Ontario right now. Um, doing a little Ontario tour to celebrate the album release, and you are playing in the Jazz Room. As this is being recorded ahead of time, you're going to be playing the night that this interview airs. Um, how nice. are you feeling about playing in Waterloo at the Jazz Room to celebrate this album?
7: Um, great, yeah, a little anxious ab- about promoting it, but mm-hmm. uh, I'm hoping. Currently, everyone's already there, you know, and it's <laughs> going to be great and. Um, it's always a a thing as a musician, you get so wrapped up in all of the other stuff that is stressful that you forget to have fun in the moment, sometimes um, Mm -hmm. playing music. So hopefully I'm, you know, just going to play lots of guitar this week and banjo and, get in the zone yeah (laughs)
0: of course awesome and is it uh is it a full maybe not full band tour but is it like solo shows or do you have any bandmates joining you
7: yeah i'll i'll be playing with the band at the jazz room and the other shows are all solo unfortunately
0: yeah yeah Uh, yeah, but that's still special though honestly when someone can just have that moment of like sharing their stories solo on stage kind of put it all out there that those can be really really special shows as well for sure. Uh-huh. Janice, do you have any any shows planned in the future to celebrate this release or share some of the new music or is that all for the new year?
5: I mean, if people want to put it in their calendar, the album releases is December 1st at the Jazz Room. December what? 1st.
0: Awesome. Look Amazing. at that. You guys are just I don't know you are like sharing these messages messages across uh, across provinces just having these these releases i love it <laughs> jazz room group vocals collab kw it's fantastic well yeah we'll get that in the calendar and and folks can get excited for that so uh thank you so much both of you for chatting with me um we heard janice's song before this interview and we're gonna end things off with one of Richard Garvey's songs. So Richard, we're going to play for our listeners out there, your second track on the album, Unheard. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, where this song came from?
7: Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, funny enough, I've always had this dream of writing a song called Unheard about being an artist or like a activist Um, just because I thought it'd be so clever to like, be like, this song is called Unheard. And uh, (laughs) it just, yeah, I just always wanted to do that, um, and then I was writing this song kind of during during the pandemic, the big P, and it was just about being frustrated about the division, I guess, and um, how that the inability of people to like collaborate has really caused the world so much more conflict, um, and despair, um, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. and destruction. And uh, yeah, it's kind of what the song is about. The chorus is like some want to tear it down and some want another go around. So it's, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just what it's about burnout of that kind of destruction division of um, people.
3: Yeah.
0: Fantastic. Well, such an important message to get out there. And I feel like you've managed to share that message in a really beautiful way with all the the instrumentation and, and vocals oh, and lyrics. So very Jeez. excited to hear that one.
5: Everybody buy Richard's album. Buy the album on Bandcamp Richard. Yeah.
7: Yeah, Bandcamp. That's
5: Richardgarvey.bandcamp.com. Richardgarvey.bandcamp.com.
7: Yeah, and you gotta get that single and it's Jolie. dot <laughs> Yeah. And then when the album comes out you buy the whole album again plus the yes, single and you're exactly. like a super fan. Exactly. Yeah. And then you can also you, you can like download the album once you buy it onto your amazing phone Amazing
5: I can
7: Yeah on Bandcamp yeah and then i get if to you just keep app. it yeah for the yeah. rest and of then, my life yeah you can download it as me like and put it on as many devices but you can like download it in the app and stream it like other streaming services like Spotify that don't allow you to buy the music or actually pay the artists it's
5: Wow amazing. so what you're saying is Bandcamp is so much better for the artists than Spotify Yeah yeah Good to know. I will buy the album. Actually, I already did buy the album. Yeah.
0: (laughs) You heard it first on Midtown Radio. You can also listen to these songs on Midtown Radio probably within the next week or so. They'll be in regular rotation supporting our former Kitchener-Waterloo awesome folk musicians. (laughs) Awesome. Well, Richard Garvey, thank you for chatting with me. Janice Jolie, this has been absolutely wonderful. Reminiscing on the good old Kitchener days and venues that no longer exist. And best Mm. of luck with the continued releases. I can't wait to chat more when there's more music on the way.
7: Thanks so much.
5: Thanks, Alison.
6: often.
0: heard one of the tracks from Richard Garvey's newly released album called Light Heart. Now I have to say in that interview I got the jazz room date wrong. Richard is playing there next Thursday not this Thursday. So there is still time to buy tickets to go see him. He's going to be playing a full band show at the Jazz Room next week. Grab those tickets over on Eventbrite and listen to this beautiful, beautiful album in person. Now before we wrap up our show for tonight there are two more things I want to highlight for you going into your weekend. So I mentioned it in our event rundown, but this weekend is another long weekend band crawl that is happening at Dive Bar and Prohibition Warehouse and Pinup Arcade Bar all in Uptown Waterloo. Now, I talked about this on one of our shows in the summer, but it's this super, super fun thing that um, these places in Uptown Waterloo have been hosting. Basically, you buy tickets, either for one venue or for all three venues, and then you're gonna be hopping between three different places in Uptown Waterloo all night, hearing like eight different bands playing, It sounds just like so much fun. I feel like I have to hit it up one of these days. So that is going to be on Sunday, kicking things off at Dive Bar at 6 p.m. Sounds like a super fun night. And also, I want to give a shout out to The Hub in downtown Kitchener, formerly known as The Wax. Um, it's like right beside Bobby O'Brien's where that big former volleyball court was in downtown Kitchener. This place has been lighting up my social media like crazy. They are hosting these super fun sounding dance parties every single weekend. They always have a theme. I know they recently did a One Direction one. They've done Taylor Swift. They've done 90s Nights. This weekend, they're doing, sorry, the Justin Bieber Dance Party. Honestly, I love that this place is getting some life back into it. They're also hosting a ton of awesome concerts. I know that Rachel Hickey is playing there coming up in the next month. So, What a great place. If you haven't checked it out yet, follow The Hub on social media and get in on some of this dance party action. Well, that is all the time we have for On the Scene tonight. Thanks for hanging in for this extended edition. And big, big thank you to our sponsors, the Downtown Kitchener BIA and the Uptown Waterloo BIA, for helping us make this show possible every single week. On the Scene is produced by Danielle DeVoe, Matt Rappolt, Derek Rydal, and myself, Allison Dijack. A special thanks to my guests tonight, Clarissa Diocno, Janice Jolie, and Richard Garvey for joining us and chatting all about their awesome new music releases. Tune in next week for another show highlighting all of the great arts and culture events happening around town. If you have events you ever want to submit to us or you want to get in touch in any way, reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram at Midtown Radio KW. And if you stay tuned to Midtown Radio, you can hear one of our newest shows, New Local Music. It's a collection of Midtown Radio's most recent additions to our local music library. Well, that is all the time we have for On the Scene tonight. We'll see you again next week for another edition of On the Scene. Have a good night, everyone.